you have to be careful and not you'll be <laughs> I was gonna say something really dumb. Never mind. Anyways, how was uh, your trip to Cancun? <laughs> it, was, it was great, man. It was great. It was a uh, dude. It was a whole vibe. I went to Cancun, to Tulum, back up to okay. Playa del Carmen, and then back up to Cancun and, and home. Um, but so this is right after yeah, Christmas. Man, right after okay. Christmas, dude, it sounds it was, like a it, was it a, sounds like a last minute trip, was it? Oh yeah, it was definitely a last minute trip. So, so originally okay. I was supposed to go to Thailand, um, and uh, my my flight got canceled right because of like all the um, things going on over there. Not only COVID, but like there's like a kind of a revolution taking place there. The Thai people are like hmm. essentially trying to overthrow the king and the monarchy there um, because the king is is a bit of a nutcase. He's kind of like a, a Jeffrey character from Game of Thrones. So, sure. Um, but yeah, man, that. That happened. So then I was like, dude, I, I just got it. I want to kick off the year, right? I I, I want to get out of the States and just kind of, you know what I mean? Like explore and, and just kind of ground myself again. And, and yeah, decided to go to uh, to Mexico. Decided to go to the beach, actually. But, but yeah. No, Tulum's interesting, man. It's a, it's a weird vibe. Um, it's the sense that I, dude, every single night that I was there, I met like a new friend from a different country. That was like probably the coolest thing. And uh like, mm. cause I went and, you know, I knew a couple of people there from Twitter. That was about it. But like, um, uh, went kind of just like, you know, like off the cuff, um, met these people kind of randomly, like throughout my day or at a bar hiking, like at the beach, whatever it is. And it was, it was super cool. We vibe, talked about life and things like that. So, um, the makeup there is very interesting. Mm. It's like a mixture of like hippies, uh, remote workers oh. and like party goers. That was kind of like the sense that, okay. I, that I got when I was there. Yeah. Were you by yourself? Yeah, I was by myself or I traveled down by myself. Yeah. Oh, so you did, just did two weeks alone in Mexico. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. I, I figured yeah, you had man. gone with family or you'd gone with your girl or, but you just decided one day you just needed to st- step out of, out of the world and go into Mexico. So you met people For on sure, Twitter. Man. Like, did you, like, did you know them prior? <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, we have each other. Or did you just like, Oh, these are Twitter people, which is a very strange thing to say, by the way, they're, they're people. <laughs> it just, it just shows how immersed you are into the Twitter community, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's something new to me. I mean, with, so the, like, with the, no, go, go for ahead. it. Go. What were you saying? Um, no, no, it was no, like go, my... go. What were you saying? It was like uh, my first time kind of like meeting friends up from, I guess, social media. I mean, I, I guess I have before when I was younger, but like this time, like I actually didn't know these people at all, like ever like met them in person. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a cool vibe. It was just like, cause like, I, you know, I follow them every day. They tweet every day and we kind of comment back and forth and, or message back and forth. And yeah, it was just, it was cool, man. It was just chill. It was kind of just like meeting up with like an old friend kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, man. Did you do a it's, resort? Uh, have you been there Airbnb? before? Airbnb? I've yeah, been to, yeah, I but stay- uh, not, not as an older man. I've been mm. there when I was young, so mm. I, I, it was very touristic type of uh, of a trip. Um, so, it was, mm. but but were you at an Airbnb resort or what was your setup? Yeah, I stayed. Uh, I stayed in Airbnb hostel and then hotel, and then I stayed in a mm. capsule hotel, which was freaking dope, and uh, that was really cool. What is that? It's like, um, so in Japan, right. They, um, I think it it originated in Japan, uh, at least it's popular there, but essentially in Japan, you can rent a hotel room, but it's a capsule. Uh, essentially a capsule is like a, imagine like a twin bed, but it's like within a box and in that box, there's like a TV, there's like USB ports, um, a bunch of different things. It's kind of futuristic. You press a button, the, 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 uh, like spaceship door kind of, you know, it like opens and then it locks and, and whatever. And, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things. And, um, it, whenever you walk into this room, it's weird, dude. It feels like, um, like, a like a cargo of like a spaceship, like all these people are frozen Interesting. in time. Yeah. And like, yeah. And then you're, and it's three levels. So like there's three bunks or whatever and like, or three capsule bunks. And, uh, yeah, mine was like on the hmm. bottom. It was, it was, it was a trip. How'd you, um, how'd you feel about the safety? Did you feel safe? overall um in mexico in the area yeah man definitely yeah. definitely dude definitely i mean i've been to mexico quite a bit and rarely have i felt like i've not been safe i mean when i was in tulum there was this one time where it was kind of a bit off a bit bit weird i was turning a corner um walking down to go get like food like tacos or tortas or whatever and uh at the spot i like and um 
um, when I was walking down, there's like this building and from afar, I thought it was like just like another hotel or whatever. When I got closer, dude, there's like mm-hmm. a, there's like a private security detail, like around the whole compound around the whole like hotel. And like, I'm not talking like, mm-hmm. you know, men in black suits. Like these guys are like armored up, like, like Marines and shit and sure. not we'll like, like the, not yeah. Mexican federalities. Yeah. They're like. Like or military, like it was. Yeah, not official. They look like they part time cutting grass. That's not racist. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't look official, but they seem to carry guns. So it just looks like they're they're just scary, and they got the guns. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. very rough looking. Like I don't know if you finished school (laughs) or (laughs) whatever. It just looks. it, It just looks like you had to go down this path of like you know, whatever. Um, cartel member. Gotcha, man. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, in Tulum, in, in Tulum, apparently, um, uh, speaking of cartel, uh, apparently Pablo Escobar has a um, a mansion there. It, it's now converted into a resort oh, sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, okay. man, yeah. It's, and and it's so, called, so it's there for guests? Is yeah, there for yeah guests? I mean, I th- yeah, I think it's, it's become like a kind of like a touristy hotel thing. Um, but it's like a party spot too. Mm. It's, called, it's called Casa Casa Malca. Okay, so yeah. was there a lot of travelers? Did you get a? Was there a lot of travelers? Oh. Or did you feel like it was sort of dead, you um, know, here and there? Because nah, I, because I went to Austin. I went to Austin for New Year's, and the day after, I said, "Well, let me go check out Sixth Street. Let's see how bad it's gone." Because I hadn't been there, and I had a few friends telling me that it's it's been dead. And man, it it it, it sure was very. Oh, oh my mic fell. Uh, it sure has been very dead, and because uh, I, I was walking around a few bars. And it just dead. Not only dead, but the few places that did have something going on, uh, everybody was divided and, and put in corners and sections. So there was no intermingling. Like if you were there on your own and, and wanted to, you know, strike a conversation with somebody, it just wasn't going to happen. So, so yeah. So you, you felt like there was plenty of people out there? Yeah, man. It was, it was a trip because, um, I mean, okay. So I talked to a couple of locals and the locals told me, and then some of the guys who travel there and, and stay there, you know, for uh, quite a bit of time out of the year, they're like, Oh, like this season is the busy season. Usually like it's, it's pretty packed and there's like a lot more uh, people. Um, when I went, I also, I felt like there was a lot of people there, but apparently it's, it's a quite a bit more than that. Um, but who knows? The interesting thing was um, I met like, uh, there's a lot of uh, travelers from Argentina, like the first, like the first night I stayed, um, the next night I met a bunch of like Brits, uh, then the, after, the night after that, I met a bunch of Americans. Um, it was just kind of interesting to see like, you know, just like the groups of like nationalities kind of appearing, um, as I was there. So, um, yeah, man. What, uh, what did, what did you, what did Vu take back? What was your, any epiphanies about new resolutions? Like forget about the, just the aesthetic of what you were, what, what you had around you, like, what, what what was the the biggest takeaway of that like reset two week in Tulum? Did you get anything out of it? Yeah, I got. I, I would say no. I got, I got work done, but I, I got a lot out of, out of it for sure. You know, um, I think one of the things was like just the importance of health was like a big one for me. Mm. Um, I mean, we can go we can go down the list. I have like a whole list of like just like resolutions and such, but health is a big one for me. Give me your um, top three. Also, give me give me your top okay, three resolutions. Health, so health, sure. okay. Health, independence. Like Okay. Independence. That's some, that's something I've I've been preaching like for a long time, but independence in the in the in the in the sense of like self sufficiency, right? Being able oh, okay, to do things okay. yourself or learn how to do things yourself. Okay. But, but not to take away from like not learning from others and not leveraging others and things like that. But like, you know, being sustainable on your own kind of thing. More like building your um, own farm, like having your own f- food yeah. supply. Exactly. You know, or as opposed. Exactly. Cause if you can be self-sufficient, you know, you can, you can also help provide for others too, you know, when the time comes. Right. So, uh, it's kind of that. And the time um, is coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the time is coming, brother, for sure. Uh, number th- <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what's your number three? My number three. Um, my number three was. Uh, um, shit, I'm trying to remember what what the number three was. Uh, there's a lot kind of in my head. Um, okay, I'll, I'll just kind of name one. One is like the value of money. Um, okay. I guess like a lot of people just spend it willy nilly on things that they don't need, you know, 
they don't um and mm-hmm. it's easy to forget about like the necessities especially like living in a you know consumerist world and living in a first world nation i.e america mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to sort of like forget about how like how much you can do with little with the little you have you know so um that's kind of the, the last one i would say okay on your health is it just food that you're trying to do better or like are you what do you is it just do you eat really shitty oh yeah or dude. What, what kind of health are you talking about or do Both you really food? are you like you're, yeah you're, i mean i mean okay. it's it's uh, it's up and down you know but yeah i, I eat i eat everything but i eat healthy food i, I go vegan a sure. couple days i'll go you know i'll meet next day and i'll eat some fast food like it's <laughs> it's all over the place bro yeah. but uh but yeah no it's it's both yeah, kind of a mixture extreme. of um of food and like fitness so mm. yeah i get into weird little phases where i'll do like a good week where i'm really eating really healthy like i'm pooping really good and then mm-hmm. for some reason maybe it's just like i don't know not depression but just kind of like ah what does it all matter and then I'm in, mm. then I'm in the drive through for Chick-fil-A, you know, and then the second day Chick-fil-A <laughs> and then like the third, you know, the third day Chick-fil-A and like I'll do two, three days Chick-fil-A and then you're like, what am, what am I going to switch it up? So then you go to like the taco place. I'm interestingly like I'm not really big on variety. Like if I get a craving for something like I'll go have the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich two days in a row. You know, but I'll try to balance mm. it. Like as soon as I eat that, that's that's when I take my vitamins, you know, because I don't do vitamins on an empty stomach. So I'm like, OK, well, I had the chicken sandwich, but now I have substance inside my body. Now's the time to take the vitamins because in my mind, I'm like, well, now there's a vessel for the for the nutrients to enter. You know what I mean? So I feel comfortable, mm. right, eating that kind of food. And sometimes like, well, I'll go home and I make myself like like I have powdered like um, I don't know what's it called, but it's like um like green powder so it's a little bit of everything and i'll take a shot of that and i'm like well now there's a combination of good stuff and bad stuff and then i walk away at peace walk away in Mm. peace you know but anyway Mm. that's good man my resolution was to get completely off the internet completely off the internet like right now if you ask me to google something i cannot google you anything i got my laptop hidden away uh i have my phone blocked off i don't have safari i don't have DuckDuckGo. i got nothing I don't even have wow. my email anymore. So don't even send me an email. I literally, because I, I, th- I thought to myself, you know what? I have not stopped with the internet probably since I was in middle school, sixth grade. It's been ongoing mm-hmm. injecting myself with the internet daily. And I said, enough with that crap. I missed the days of like not knowing what happened. Like I want, I want something major to happen. And I want, and I want to find out six months later, like, oh, 200 people died. Crazy. I didn't know that. Boom. It, it happened in August. It's now December. That's what my, I want mm. my life to be. You know what I mean? I want to be completely Absolutely. detached. I've been so in tuned for the past five, especially four years, because the Trump administration made everybody in tuned. But I'm like, what did I gain from this? Nothing. Nothing but stress and hatred mm. towards my fellow man. And I said, whether you're left or right or however you want to view it, I just said, it hasn't benefited me. Like, no doubt there's been a few articles here and there while I'm laying down in bed, scratching my balls. But at the end of the day, those articles, I, I, I don't think they've added to any way or, or, or shifted my way of life. And it like, not in a terrible way, but not in a productive way either. And so mm. I thought to myself, oh, dude, I just got to like remove the umbilical cord of, of the, the, the hive mind consciousness called the internet and just detach myself and find other sources, sources of food. So um, I raided totally all the do. thrift stores and I bought all the best books. I bought like 10, 15 books for like less than $10, basically a dollar a book. I have, I have Charles Dickens on my desk. I've never read Charles Dickens, but the moment I quit the internet, I was interested. And that's what matters. That's what yes. matters. One thing is to finish the book and read it, but another thing, but, but I'm not there yet. I'm just saying I'm interested now. <laughs> totally, um, but yeah, totally anyways, to, to, speak, say? yeah to, to speak to that, like, um, I completely agree with you, like on on the internet thing too. Actually, whenever you told me that you're you're kind of going to take a break and and do this kind of like dope, dopamine detox, like I thought about the same thing, and I try, I intentionally tried to do the same thing when I was in Tulum and in, in Mexico mm-hmm. and stuff as well. Um, like what I notice is like, um, at least for me, you know, my internet usage has gone up tremendously over the years, and um, and I think the, even with that, but like aside from that, like the internet has also changed in, in a way where there's a lot of people participating. There's a lot of people contributing and in, in, in such to the internet. 
that there's like this, like there's just so much information flow and there's so much potential for mm-hmm. you. If you're consuming that information to like change your ideals, right. To change, to change yourself because you're just ingesting, ingesting all of this data, you know, in a span sure. of like a month, like a couple different stories, a couple different theories, things like that, frameworks, whatever it is. And like, it just changes you as a person, sure. you know? And I don't like that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. like I think about like, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever the, the example might be, but like, like if I read up on it enough, like, you know, one month I might feel a certain way the next month or the next day even i'll feel a different way about it right whereas like that's super different from how it used to be where like you know you have time to to consume and and digest you know align with it or not you know and then go back and 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 go back Mm -hmm. to the drawing board and consume digest and and so forth but now the pace is like boom 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 boom. exactly and sometimes you don't do you don't go anyway you just nonstop digest and and nothing nothing ever comes out of it it's really like the Netflix version of life. Like you never watch anything. You're just constantly searching and, 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 mm. but that's not taking you anywhere. You're better off just picking something, whether it's shitty or good, but at least get, get started on watching something. Cause it's hitting nine 30 and my mom's going to have to go to bed in about an hour, you know? So whatever we do start, we're going to, you know, we're not going to be able to finish. So a lot like with the internet and social media or the articles that seem interesting is just digesting digestion. And I'm like, well, what, What's going to be my response? Is it just going to be more digesting? If so, I better just cut it off now and go read a book, truthfully. Mm. Uh, but alongside the dopamine, the dopamine detox, which uh, it, the internet, but also music. Music is something else, too. I was like, man, I need to quit Ooh. music. I, wh- because here's really? the thing. Really? Okay. okay. Was, I want to hear this. Yeah. No, quit music. Com- not complete. Like I, I'll, I'll, every once in a while. But let make it less accessible, like not have it in the car, not have it on my phone. If I want to listen to music, it's going to have to be on the on the TV in the living room. And, and I have to curate it properly in order to, you know, make sure everybody likes what I'm playing. So I, I choose less ignorant music, you know, because I'm not going to put little, you know, the Playboy Cardi in the middle of the living room. You know what I'm saying? So I put something nicer, <laughs> yeah. put some Bill Evans, I put some, I put some jazz, something, you know, high minded, you know, stir the mind, make it cerebral. And uh, because I prefer that. And I said, man, we've become so whorish. Like I'm a prostitute to music and, and now it's lost its luster. And and I don't know. I just I, I, I some of the stuff I've been reading is like I'm really trying to find value in the silence, especially after I saw that. Did you see the movie um, Sound of Metal? Uh, where the drummer loses oh, his, yes. his hearing? Just that one? Yeah, dude. Yes. I love that movie. Yeah. Did you like it? It's, yeah, it I was it great. It was really good. And I liked it, but I like one thing he said. One of the guys that owns the facility for the deaf people, he said, "In the silence is where we find the kingdom of God." And you, you can, you can mm. take that even as a non-religious person. Like there is something very beneficial of being able to sit in the silence. And I thought to myself, if I'm not reading yeah. some bullshit or following people online that's it's also bullshit, I'm listening to music that even if it is classical. I mean, when's the last time I've allowed 10 minutes just to sit with my own and listen to my own breath? Not often. Mm. I mean, I know there's people that do it first thing in the morning as a meditative practice, but just to do 10 minutes of it a day, that's not enough to elevate the soul. It needs to be ongoing every day, several times a day. And uh, I just, I just, for me, it's background music and it's, and it's, and it's just not allowing me to sit with myself anyways. Mm. But so music and, and internet completely that's crazy yeah the 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 music one is a tough one for me i man i I love that that line in the movie too i just thank you for reminding uh reminding me of it but yeah from a non-religious perspective like to me it's like in the silence is kind of where you where you have no choice but to like atone you know to yourself right Mm -hmm. answer for the things that you've done Mm -hmm. and and so forth and like it's just you it's just you and yourself you know in a room or, or wherever you may be um, yeah, so I, I love and value silence for sure. I, th- I th- dude, I think related to that too, like sometimes what I like to do is like, I like to purge myself or purge my playlist of like specific type of music if I've been listening too oh, much okay. and then wait a, mm-hmm. a bit of time and then come back to it and then like rediscover why I loved it in the first place. Um, cause I, I'm not yeah. one of those people where like, I can just listen to rap, like, you know, every single day, all day, trap music, every single day, all no. day. Like I love it and I like <laughs> it, but like, it's, you know, I can't do it every day. Like I got to wait, you know, I can listen no. to it. You know, if I'm on a vibe for like a week, I'll go for it a month, whatever. No. But then after a bit, like, I gotta, yeah. I gotta put it down and move on, you know, and then come back to it later. Well, well, not only that, man, I'll, I'll be honest. Like my theory is it, it, trap music makes you stupid. 
I mean, it, I think it takes you to. I really do think that just because think about it, it's keywords. It's it's the 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 sophistication of the beat is very minimal. It's just certain beats and that's it. And then it's just like keywords like ass, pussy, ass, and money. And it's like hyper capitalism, which is nothing wrong with capitalism. It's just it's like really <laughs> ignorant. Here's what I got, and you gotta wonder like, yeah, maybe analytically I'm being able to decipher it all, and I know it's bullshit, but my subconscious is probably like like receiving all of this and what's what's gonna what's happening to my i'm really rotting my mind with like uh, music that's just full of sugar and it's good for that one second for that bounce but then ultimately it's decaying my my mind my subconscious and then i wonder why mm. i'm not able to think about anything of higher mind because for the last two weeks every time i get into my car it's like listening to playboy cardi and i only talk about like you know childish things at the same time, the the guy has now incorporated a voice that sounds like a kid. Like it's it's a, a double layer of like mm. minimal uh, intelligence, and then on top of that, he sound his new gig or new trend of speaking or whatever. And I only mentioned Playboy Cardi because he dropped the album recently. But he sounds like a <laughs> yeah. kid, like a little baby. It's, 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 he he's literally like a little baby talking to you about little baby topics, and you gotta wonder if your soul is receiving <laughs> all of this. And I think it is. I really do think it yeah. is. Uh, I, <laughs> So. I can I can kind of agree with that to to a certain extent. I, I would I would go I would I would say if you listen to only one if you have no diversity in the things you consume in, sure. in the things you listen then it makes you stupid, right? To me, it's all about yeah. diversity and getting the the different perspectives, getting the different things. Because if, if if all you listen to is trap, then obviously all you're gonna know is is drugs, you it's know, sex. Trap. Yeah. And and yeah, and the trap. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. I think if you the if trap, you listen to jazz, it's gonna be the same thing. And then it's like, you know, you don't know the other side of, of the story. Sure. So yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no. Same thing with jazz. Surprisingly, jazz will make you pick up smoking. Every album cover every <laughs> album cover or like everybody who plays jazz, you always see the cigarette in their mouth and you're like, Man, well, I can't play the piano, but I can buy a pack of cigarettes. You know? So <laughs> anyway, well let me ask you this while we're on the topic of music. Do you think with Kanye and Kim, which I'm not, I hate to talk all pop culture, but do you think this guy responds with like going into the studio for days and doesn't shower? I think so. I think he, I think he may make make a good album after the, this divorce. Is I don't know if it's official divorce, but they're heading towards that. Like I, I'm expecting him to even go crazier. I'm hoping. I mean, yeah, man. not I mean, to the detriment of his health, but I'm hoping he goes deep into a studio and makes something like out of the soul. You know. For sure. I mean, based on his track record, it, it's 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 proven that you know heartbreak Kanye makes makes hits, man. I know I know his yeah. record label, whoever's behind him, is like yes, like he's gonna drop the best album mm -hmm. so far. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be cha game changing. Yeah. Hey, I mean that's but that's art, dude. That's art, right? Like you gotta have those emotions. You gotta have those periods of like like turmoil, exactly. right? To like to like tell that story or, exactly. or pull out that emotion in people. And I think for Kanye, just like the, his archetype, he's kind of this like creative, like troubled, like genius soul. Right. That's like, like chaotic. Sure. You know what I mean? The, the tortured artist, man. The tortured exactly, artist. Yeah. That's like tortured, the coolest thing. Exactly. Tortured artist. And like, just like his nature, I feel like that's kind of where he works best is not in times of peace. It's like in times of like turmoil. Like he's, uh, that's, the, that's what he is to yeah. me. Like in those periods, he's like the best artist. Exactly. Um, no, that's, that's super true. There's an artist I like, and I probably mentioned him in the past, Francis Bacon. And uh, he goes to his studio. He's being interviewed in his studio, and it's a, it's a mess. And if you want, I encourage anybody to look up Francis Bacon studio. And it's such a it's such a classic photo. So there's several photos of him. It's such a classic photo because he's it's a mess. It's chaos. In the interview, he says, "If this place were super clean, I would not be able to work." He says, "I work best in chaos," which is mm. um, it's interesting. Which I wonder why, because you would think chaos would diminish your mental health or, or physical health, and you have to wonder why. Why does something that on the surface looks negative is producing something very organic or authentic? So it's like a double-edged sword. Mm. Or it just it's a positive and negative, and and it's strange that that you know it does that. But uh, yeah, well, here's the thing. I, you know, I wasn't surprised when that happened. This, I'm sure this guy has spent like the last ten months in Wyoming, and he hasn't stepped one foot back in Los Angeles. You know, mainly because of the COVID and probably just because of work. Because I know he's building all these like architecture things he's trying to build this whole thing i don't know man he may be on a lot of other things and he's getting really out there but 
I don't know. He's yeah. I think he's, he's just somebody who's like a very passionate to his projects, and 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 mm-hmm. it be, his his projects become his like significant other, and he neglects everything. Like I, I see him to be that kind of artist where he could easily forget he has a daughter. Well, maybe that's too extreme, mm. but you know what I'm talking about. For sure, I definitely think he, he has. Strikes like, me as that kind. For sure, I definitely think he has multiple like personality disorder, meaning like I'm I'm sure like in his mind. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't know if this is proven be true or whatever, but this is kind of just my guess. But like, I can definitely see that because I, I feel like this happens with a lot of people who are that creative too. It's like there's like the dad Kanye, right? There's like this is my daughter, I'm a dad, I'm married to to Kim Kardashian, but there's the other Kanye. This is like I'm the artist Kanye, I'm the I'm the architect, I'm the fashion designer Kanye, right? And that Kanye has like a specific vibe, like he doesn't have a family, you know what I mean? He's he's a genius, right? He's like he's mm-hmm. worked with uh, Versace, Louis Vuitton, whatever, you know, whatever companies he's worked with, he's like that guy, you know. But yeah, I can definitely see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man. So oh, yeah. Kanye, the Kanye Kim relationship is an interesting thing for me. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. It, uh, for a long time, I was like, "Oh, cool! Like, you know, they're married." I, I didn't, I didn't really care, or whatever. And like, uh, there's, then there was a period where uh-huh. was it a period? No, it, I guess it wasn't a period. Um, it was a episode that I actually watched of uh, uh, the um, interview that he had had with um, uh, what's his name, David Letterman. It was on Netflix, right? And then they're kind of oh, discussing okay. their relationship a little bit, yeah. And that kind of got me more curious about like just how they, you know, how they relate to each other, how like how things kind of happen, you know, behind closed doors a little bit. Obviously, like, you know, they they, they, they don't relate things. to each other. <laughs> they you know, feel like complete kind of, opposites to me. You know, I mean, yeah, besides kind of like physical little... attraction, mm-hmm. I don't see what's happening there, honestly. I really don't. He seems yeah, soup on another plane and she seems on like on another plane. Absolutely. And I think he knows yeah. That. That's kind of the vibe I, I get too, you know, but sometimes those two things yeah. balance each other. I, I don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. So what does he do now? Does he go and get a, a mail order bride? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you have you ever checked out the websites for mail order brides? To be honest, I, have, you, have you? I've seen them before, yeah. I actually know people who've who've had who've gotten mail order order brides before. Oh and, really? Uh, well, well, yeah. and, and what do they say? Um, so I knew this input on it. So I knew this one gentleman, um, he was, uh, like friends with my parents or whatever. And, uh, I think they, they'd done work for him or something like that, but his, his wife was from the Philippines and she was like, she was mail order for sure. Um, like he'd never been there. <laughs> She's straight from there. You know what I mean? Like you connect the dots, boom, boom. Right. And, um, I mean, yeah. it's, it's interesting because like I've heard both sides of the stories. Like I've heard obviously like where the situations where it's just like a bad situation where, um, you know, the two just don't connect the, the girls, you know, essentially, um, or husband, wife, whatever the mail order person is, is, a uh, um, kind of like there and they feel, uh, like they're essentially using their partner to like get, get beyond, you know, get in, get or advance in life, whatever. And like, there's no mm-hmm. love there. And it's kind of like just a, a mess. And like at the immediate chance that they have to leave, they're going to leave that kind of thing. Um, the other side of it yeah. though, too, is like, I've, I've also heard stories where, um, the thing, like the relationship just works out. It's like just two kind of souls, just like content. And it's just like, they just, they just go ahead and, you know, do their thing and, and, and learn and grow mm-hmm. together and, and such, you know, um, the gentleman that, yeah. that I was, that I, uh, uh, that I was referring to his, his relationship is actually pretty good with his, his, uh, mail order bride. I mean, she's, she's his right now she lives in the States and everything now and they have kids and stuff, but, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was interesting, man. Um, also like, does he flaunt this or we're going to say, um, does he flaunt this? Uh, I mean, he, he I mean, he's not starting his conversation. No, it's not like a conversation (laughs) starter. No, he goes, no, Hey, this is my wife. She's a mail order. (laughs) She came in FedEx. No, no, no. Look, man, you want to see the receipt? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. No, no, he doesn't flaunt it, but like, you know, he, he, um, I remember him having a conversation with, uh, was it with my dad or something like that? But, um, about how, um, how, you know, like there's just, how there's just so many fish efficiency. It was kind of like a guy talk kind of thing. Right. was like, was like the takeaway was like, Hey, if, if you can't find it here, there's other places in the world. And you know, obviously there's the internet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the, the main takeaway, yeah. I guess, from that conversation. But, um, yeah, man. Well, the other side yeah. of it too is like, um, in, in Vietnam, um, uh, there's, I've been through multiple occasions of this, like, and I'm sure this happens other places in the world as well. But like, um, 
Uh, one of my uncles actually went through this experience and I, I kind of similarly went through experience when I was younger, but like not as far as he did <laughs> anyways. So my uncle, he's, he's like our age. He's a little, maybe a little bit younger, but he, um, his mother basically match made him with, uh, one of her friend's daughters. Right. And that girl yeah. is, uh, family is pretty well off. You know, both her parents are, I think one's like a doctor one, one does something else, but, um, real estate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they, they gave her, her daughter, their daughter, the ultimatum of like, Hey, do you want to go to America or do you want to study here in, in Vietnam? Right. They said, no, she said she wants to go to the States. Right. So they put, um, so then they offered my grandmother knowing that, you know, he, that she has a, a son who's like, you know, young around her age too, as well. She's, um, uh, the family offered to pay, uh, my grandmother and my uncle, like, f- I think it was like $40,000 up front or something like that. And then like additional, I don't know, 20 or 30 or something, whatever, like on, you know, after afterwards, whatever for them to get married and for mm-hmm. her to get a visa and come here and things like that. And, um, the, the other side of that too is like, you know, there's conditions to that. Like you can either, you know, marry each other, um, and then break it off after, I think in the States, like you have to be here at least, you have to be married at least like two or three years before you can get a divorce. So she can like keep her, uh, you know, they can keep their visa or whatever. Um, or mm-hmm. you can stay married to that person and just kind of go on with your life, whatever. So it's like for the, for the family, it's like a double win. It's like, you know what I mean? Like either yeah. way, like it's good. It's a good look for them. You know, the daughter's there and it's even better if like she's there and she's married, she has this guy, you know what I mean? That she can kind of lean on and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. And, um, I asked my uncle about this and, uh, so he's American, like, you know what I mean? Like he, he grew up in Missouri, that kind of, that kind of American Midwest boy. Right? Oh, that's so, real American. Yeah. And you know, he speaks Vietnamese a little bit. I think he can understand it, but you know, it's, it's, it's not the best. I will say it's not the best at all. So I asked him, I was like, so how do you guys communicate? Obviously she's from there, you're from here. And like, you know, there's, I know there's a language barrier and, and, and I never took you, f- I basically, I was just telling him like, I never took him for the type to be like into quote unquote, like international women, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, um, was just curious about his relationship with her. He was just like, you know, it's, it's very much so kind of a vibe thing. Like, um, I, I at least, at least initially it was just like, you know, I, I, he knew he had to like this person and, um, she knew that she had to like him and like, they just, you know, they had kind of an incentive to like get to know each other and like, you know, whether it be like, um, obviously not verbally, but like, you know, physically and, and doing things like that. So, um, it's actually kind of a funny story. It's actually kind of a funny story. Like I remember like, this is a couple of years ago, but I remember I saw him for like, uh, was it Thanksgiving or something like that? Or, or maybe no 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 it was christmas i think and i saw him and i was talking to him i was like hey man how's life how's everything going i'd seen him in a while he was like oh it's going all right you know i'm gonna go back to vietnam and you know my mom is uh basically she's just like trying to help him get get on with his life and, and and whatever and she's like yeah you know she wants me to go back over there and, and hang out for a bit little did i know the purpose of him going back for a little bit was his, his grandmother or my, my grandmother was trying to match make him with, with this girl, right? Actually a mo- couple of girls. She wasn't the only one, like she wasn't the only uh, suitor, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Dude. So he leaves, right. And this is like, you know, uh, December, end of December or whatever he leaves. And, um, uh, maybe like a month later I pop up on, you know, he pops up on my Facebook. Like I hadn't seen him in a while, pop up on his Facebook and it's all these like marriage photos. Like he's in a suit, she's in like a dress and all this stuff and like flowers. I was like, whoa, what the, what the fuck happened? Like about a month ago, he was single and like desperate and now he's married. It yeah. was crazy. Hey man, crazy but that's, vibe. I mean, that's kind of cool though. I mean, look, I, I've, I've looked at the website sometimes, man. Not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not on Tinder. I'm not, I'm not on anything. I'm not even on the internet. But I, when, when I was, I was like, man, sometimes it's like there's so much bullshit, you know, it, it's to the point where you're like, you know what, Let, let's see, let's see what it what it means to go get one. Not that you're really going to do, do it, you know, but you're like, all right, let, mm-hmm. let's see the cat. Let's see the catalog, you know, like what's out there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to I mean, you may not want to buy it, but you just want to check it out. Or like, what's it all about? By the way, all the websites look sketchy. Like they look like all they all looks like scams. There's not one that looks legit at all. There's no be there's no like be, uh, better business bureau ratings. There's nothing. It's like look, <laughs> not. here's where you put your credit card. Maybe maybe not. You get scammed at a few thousand. Uh, but um, the ones that you do see, like yeah, man, like two grand, five grand, ten grand around there, man, it's totally possible. Hey, man, I get it though. If you're having, I mean, if you're struggling and then you can't find anybody and you got the five grand, like. Why not roll the dice and see what happens, you know? 
Um, but the For downside sure. I mean, is I'm, that I'm, you throw that money. No, yeah. what are you saying? Yeah, I would say that's on both sides too. You know, like you have, you know, you're, you're, you have the money and you're just like, fuck it. Why not? Right. But then on the other side, like the bride is like, Hey, like there's nothing for me here. Fuck it too. You know? So it's, it's a common agreement. You know, I think that to me, that's totally okay. Yeah, that's fine. And like you said, you got two, three years. And I mean, if if that's all she stays, stays around for, then really that's not that bad. Like what we 365, what is that? Like over 600 days. You know, divide your 10 grand. I mean, you're talking about what, like 50 bucks, 20, 25 bucks a day to have a wife for two, three years. That's also not that bad, man. Think about all your subscriptions. You know what I mean? So technically, it's not a bad gig either. Two, three years to be married, to have somebody there for, you know, uh, uh, physical activities. I mean, $25, that's like Spotify and Hulu, you know, ad free Hulu, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so it's not that bad. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people look down upon that, you know, like, oh, that's, you know, what are you just buying women off the market? It's like, well, I mean, that it made that sound sexist now or whatever. I don't know. I mean, but it, that's the way the world used to work just, you know, several hundred years ago or a few hundred <laughs> years ago, really. And I'll Absolutely, say this. Man. I mean, I know there's I know there's horror stories about, you know, matchmaking from the parents. But then there's sometimes you're like, like, especially now I'm single now. And sometimes I wonder, like, man, like, it's really difficult out there, especially now with COVID. Like, no one's meeting anybody in public, really. Like, that ain't happening. You're not approaching anybody at the supermarket that looks cute. That's just that that isn't happening. Um, but sometimes I wonder, you know, like, I, it, <laughs> it would be nice to have to have like my parents be like, look, you know, we know this family. She's cool. Like I don't know. Sometimes you wonder. Like, it, 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 I guess it would have been nice, but I know that's easy to say when when you don't have anybody as you're getting older. But perhaps when you're early on, you're like, man, that sounds like the most lamest thing, you know. Mm. But uh, I don't know. Man. Sure. Pros and cons with everything. Pros and cons with everything. I can see the benefit, and uh, because it it could save you from a lot of heartache for both the girl and the guy, especially in our culture nowadays. Or, you know, it just may not be your vibe, you know, but um, like I said, pros and cons. Um, but yeah, sure. I have looked and, and it's funny, though. <laughs> I'll say this, though. If, if I ever if I ever do do it, man, Ukraine, Ukraine has the best selection. <laughs> Any, anywhere in the Eastern Europe has the best selection, but they also look like the ones that would actually leave after the two years. Like they, they look like the type that would count the days to get out of there um so so yeah <laughs> that's funny that's, Dude, man, that's they're, so they're pretty funny. but then they're like man i like they're you sense the spice you sense the like oh dude they're not gonna they're not gonna deal with my bullshit like these, these girls were like pre-ussr like their parents are probably hardcore you know what i mean like she, she probably lived in like in a soviet union you know building i don't know man but that's oh, not the whole eastern europe but it is belarus it is some of those places for sure um oh, absolutely i mean but, even uh, thinking about yeah. it from, the, from her from her <laughs> perspective you know <laughs> it's like it's like fuck fuck eastern europe i mean i mean i'm, I'm sure there's there's beautiful places there and whatnot but like dude you gotta live under the sure, rule of sure. russia and constant fear fuck fuck that like i'll be out of there sure no it's easy all like if i was a middle sign me yeah. up sign me up man you know i gotta stay, yeah, I gotta stay this, you know 50 year old dude in 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 uh in missouri or you know what in dc sure. or minnesota whatever you know i'll kick it in his house for a little bit i would you know, do if it. i don't like it I'll, I'll get out of there sure Sure. I wish there was a, a, a so it's a mail order. I mean, is there a, a mail version? Like, can, is there one where you order sure, mails? Dude. Like, can oh, can absolutely. I register and then and have someone buy me so that I can go over there? Is that possible, <laughs> dude? I may just do that, man. <laughs> I, would, I may just go do that I and just get like it. an extra citizenship somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I dude. I I would <laughs> not doubt it like whatso whatsoever, dude. But, um. I don't know. That brings up an interesting question because like, you know, like the assumption is the Miller Bride is, 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 you know, they're international. They're coming to the States or looking for, you know, um, like they're looking for men in sure. countries that are stable, that have money, you know, that can have, that can provide yeah. them with economic opportunity and such. So I, I think, I think there's opportunity for you there, but like, it, it'll have to be like Thanks, one of these man. bigger nations. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like I'm saying like, okay, maybe Jap, maybe Japan, you know, like, uh, potentially like sure. Br- uh, Britain or yeah, you know, but then you have places. To, but then you have to ask yourself, like, you, then you have to ask yourself, like, what's up with this girl who's, whose parents need to go buy somebody from the U S and bring them over. Like what, what's going mm. on there? You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, were you heading? Uh, she must be very, 
socially awkward or or, so, or really like a bad set of teeth. <laughs> like something's happening that she needs to go buy a husband from the U.S. Plus, oh, what sure. does that say about me? It says like it, it definitely tells you that I'm unemployed. For sure. <laughs> hey, COVID's hitting all of us super hard. You know what I mean? So if I, if I have to go to Georgia or Ukraine or, or Belarus or, or Japan, man, I'll do it. I'll, I'll go to Nepal. I'll go to Nepal and, 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 and I'll join the family business. I'll raise the cattle. I'll farm, you know, I'll plant the rice. I don't care, man. Sometimes I think I, I would love to go international or I'd love to marry somebody international so that, you know, not that I would do it through mail order, but if I have to ever go online or whatever, I, would, I wouldn't mind them being like from i don't know syria or or wherever you know just so that they can come over here yeah. experience you know whatever and then be like you know what u.s is getting kind of crazy let's go to syria because whatever you know i don't know i just it'd be nice to leave the states i'm sometimes i'm tired of America, totally you know um, totally i mean that's that's a that's knows, how man. i felt when i when i when i left <laughs> for a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely like to live in Mexico or anywhere else for a little bit. Uh, I just, I don't know. But um, what are your, well, speaking about America and, and it's, and it's I don't know what state it is now. Some people you can ask them, they'll be like, no, man, things are going to get a lot better. And some people are going to be like, nah, things are going to get a lot worse. What do you think, though, uh, about uh, the censorship stuff? All that, all the tech rollout stuff and, and parlor being banned and... Is, is yeah. it, what are your thoughts on that? I see good and bad. I see good and bad. I see good I get and bad, it, man. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, what does this mean down the road? You know, ah, I'm just like, maybe right now it makes sense until it's your mm-hmm. turn to get banned because your loyalty to the party is in question. And I'm like, okay, that's how we get really dark and really like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it though? What totally, have you read yeah. you or hit the you nail think? on the head. You hit the nail on the head, basically, from from my perspective. Like, I I think it's great because I mean, for one side, on one side, of it, I think it's great because like um, we need to combat misinformation. There's a lot of that going on, and I think the big platforms have stood stood on the sidelines for too long, and they've let this thing grow out of proportion to where like we have like incidents like you know what recently happened happen and, and, and such, you know, and. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who are just brainwashed and just don't know what's going on and, and just a lot of confusion and, and such, you know. So, like, I think in, in those cases, like, people have tried. Like, I've, you know, I've also tried with certain friends to, like, kind of help them see the light. Um, not necessarily, like, my light, but, like, see, hey, look, there's a there's a wider light out here. Like, you need to be able to look at these all yeah. things and make a better assumption. Um, but, like, the bottom-up approach, like, you know, friend-to-friend, family, you know, that, that is very hard, especially if you're – because, like, if you think about it, like, you're, you're fighting – it's like it's one it's your personal connection with this person or a couple people with this person versus like the whole world with this person right like who's going to yeah. win on the other side you know that mis- misinformation fight um so I, and I think i definitely think the platforms needed to step in but on the other side like to your point dude like when it's my turn and it's like you know somebody's like blocking me or censoring something that i believe in like that's where things get funky and that's where like i would be extremely upset you know and i can and I'll say it like I feel like that's going to happen. You know, I feel like we're not too far from that right now. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, th- mm-hmm. that's been my issue. Uh, perhaps now, you know, it seems like it makes sense. It seems like the appropriate thing to do, you know, short term for sure. I-, I-, I understand why they're wanting to do it. At the same time, it's like, well, let's think about the worst case scenario, which obviously will happen. Clearly, we got books written about it. We have movies, written, you know, uh, filming that type worst case scenario. And let's. Let's weigh it with the future possibilities with the short-term problems. Yeah, you know, it sucks that they, you know, walked into the Capitol. And yeah, maybe Trump having a Twitter may, you know, make it complicated for the next four years. But then at the same time, well, let's assume that there's changes to power. And perhaps the power that we're okay willing to do these types of changes is no longer that power. And it's a different, more questionable power or a more extreme version of that power, because any any side extreme is not a good thing, right? So um, so my question is, or my worry is like, okay, fine. What happens when it, it, it you no longer are, are, are being loyal to the party or the, or the party has demanded more of you and now you're questioning it and now you're speaking up and you're like, well, maybe, maybe this is good, but not this. Um, why? Mm. What's them stopping you from declaring you the domestic terrorist? And that's the Oof. issue. Like, it's not far. That's off, the bro. problem. I'm, like, okay, I, I, 
I can see why you see these people as domestic terrorists, but don't think for one second that the power currently or the power that's to come in the future is going to be a, 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 a an objective arbiter of truth. No, power is hungry, whorish for control. And the moment that you speak against the status quo, whatever they're trying to peddle and whatever they were trying to promote, if you speak out, it's it, too bad because you've opened Pandora's box 10 years ago for a guy named Trump. And maybe then it seemed okay, but now you're like, oh shit! Now I'm the one that's getting blocked, and then and then 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 things get really creepy, really eerie, really quickly, mm. and 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 it just becomes a cliche dystopia where absolutely dude. where everything um, is getting censored, no one can talk about anything. So yeah, Sorry, dude, what you kind of related, um, like in China, obviously we know there's a bunch of things that are that are censored there. On top of that. Um, I, I was reading this one article that was like very interesting. It was about how like um, a lot of like very wealthy kind of self-made Chinese people, like Chinese national people, um, billionaires, multimillionaires, whatever. If if they if there's been cases, many cases actually, not just like a few, many cases where some of them have gone missing. Um, like disappeared, been murdered, mm-hmm. like just like unexplainably mm-hmm. murdered or like have like, you know, there's just like weird situations around like their death or disappearance and things like that. And, uh, it's, and it's mm-hmm. due to, uh, it's due to them. A lot of them like due to them, like doing things that the party didn't necessarily like, um, or like yeah. they were seen as a threat to the nation or the party, things like that, or, or the belief system exactly. of, you know, of the country itself, um, or of exactly. the party. Um, and it's, dude, it's interesting. Like, so for example, Jack Ma, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's the founder of Alibaba. Mm-hmm. He's just like this, um, you know, a l- uh, little Chinese billionaire who's just like, um, very, you know, eccentric kind of, um, on stage. He likes to talk a lot things like that. And like, he, um, he's starting this, he started this new company called Ant Group and it's like a financial fintech company thing or whatever, I'm trying to take it public and stuff like that. Anyways, I think he, I believe he made a couple of comments, um, got pushed back for like for him like IPOing or taking his company public and stuff like that. And then um, basically he's like on the down low right now. Like he's just trying to like stay away from from everything because he's he's kind of in fear of like him disappearing or whatever. It's like the, one of the first articles like, hey, Jack Maul has been kind of quiet after that stuff happened. Like where is he at? And everybody was like, oh, he's 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 gone. He's disappeared. Like it was just sure. funny that like journalists hop to that like immediately. He, apparently he's okay, but like yeah, he's like on the download right now. And sure. to me, like imagine living you know a, a life in fear like that. I mean, there's two kind of separate conversations here. One is like you know he's a billionaire, he's got money, whatever. Like, like I I personally believe that like we sh- it's it's okay to humanize billionaires and multimillionaires. Maybe he's not like threatening their life and stuff like that, but like we we definitely need some type of system to be like, hey, you're you're just a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the other side of it, I think it is kind of fearful to know that like your government could just be like, boom, crack, you know, crack down exactly. and, and you're gone. Yeah, which is which is inevitable, man. That's what that's what's gonna happen. I mean, eventually, they'll they'll you, you may be okay with with the pillars of beliefs that the party you're currently loyalty have, and then you know um, they move the goalpost, and more is asked of you, and and now doing this is considered this now, and not doing that is considered this, and you know the next thing you know this is this, and this isn't this is that. And it wasn't that way five years ago. And, and I mean, uh, I don't know, the other day, and, and maybe some people may disagree or agree, but I mean, now the narrative that I've heard quite often is not wearing a mask is racist. And, and that's not the, that's, that's not the, the definition I had growing up. Now uh, it's like, yeah. you don't wear your mask here and there, you, you, you're considered a racist. And uh, I thought that was a very unique. And I said, well, what happens in the, in, in, later down the road where the definition is changed and, 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 it completely goes against my own common sense. Am I then going to be banned off of Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else because I refuse to, you know, uh, uh, um, confirm or affirm the new definition of what racism is, even if it goes against like objective truth or common sense or logic? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I get why people would say something like that, but I'm like, oh, but look at how it's changed already. Imagine the next 10, 15 years, am I going to be, you know, forced to remove myself or deplatform myself because I no longer, you know, fit the new bill of what's not racist. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Just it, it's changed on me in the last 10 years. 
Like, I thought it was lynching. I thought it was like saying the N word. It was doing this. It was doing that. Now it's yeah. like, if you don't put this cloth over your face, you might as well just be the guy who did the lynchings. So like, oh my gosh, how, how, how do you go from, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting yeah, to really that- like sensitive waters, but I, I see it and it's scary. And I'm like, where does this go? Yeah. I mean, first off, like that connection or that association to say somebody's racist because they don't wear a mask. I think that's a bit of a hop and a skip. Um, And I think it's hypocritical for the person saying that too, you know, because it's the same logic is like, uh, is like an actual kind of like a racist saying, um, oh, because you're because you're black, you're good at basketball. Right. Something like that. Right. Sure. Like that's the same thing. It's like you're making this weird associ- assumption that like just doesn't make any sense. You're, you're doing leap and, leaps and bounds to connect happening. the two. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Happening. And I've seen too many posts by people that I know posting that kind of things. And it's like, how are we getting here? Like, what's oh, I don't know, man. It's scary because uh, I'm worried about everything now. I'm like, well, what is this? What is that? Do I look like this? Like it's, it's the, the pillars are always changing. So I don't I always have to conform, conform, uh, conform to what's being, you know, established. And I'm like, man, that's mm. changing quite rapidly. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, sorry, what, what were we going to say? No, 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 I was, I was just listening. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the you're right. Like it, it is always changing. And sometimes like I feel like it kind of goes back to what we're saying about social media. Like the more it changes, the more um, apprehensive people get and they just want to step back. You know, they just want to, they just want to go back to, yeah. to when times were normal and they could digest things, you know, appropriately. Exactly. Um, but you can't do that was, now. If you step back, it makes you, it, the, the, your silence is now considered that you're, you're an agitator, <laughs> which is scary too, man. Cause I know a lot of people say, well, you know, man, I don't, I just don't want to F with this anymore. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. It's just, it's getting too crazy for me. And I'm like, oh, well, now I understand why you, you voted for Trump. But then your absence of the discussion or the conversation, your absence of it is is you low-key being a closeted, you know, white supremacist. Well, that's just not the case. It's just that you're too worried about, you know, walking around the eggshells and being labeled something you're not. So you rather just remove yourself from the conversation. But removing yourself from the conversation makes you suspicious of you being a closeted, super alt-right individual. Or whatever, and you're like, well, fuck. What do I do now? And that's exactly like, what do you do now? Um, anyways, but I mean, I'm not mm. saying that's happening to everybody, and I'm not saying that's all over the world or all over the country. I just know that I, it, it it's enough for, to know that it's a real thing because I've seen it in my circle, and I see it in other people's circle, and I see it promoted, especially on social media. And that kind of narrative is like, uh, man, this has dangers. There's a lot of um, there's a big danger of this morphing into something we don't all want to be a part of. Uh, but, but, but I think people are very short sighted and I understand it because a lot of these things are very emotionally entwined with, yeah, their emotions, you know? So I get mm. it. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, bro. There's uh, <laughs> well, thank- <laughs> there's an app. There's an app I'm, I'm going to invite you into. I know you're not, I know you're trying to stay oh. away from phones, but there's an app I'm going to invite you into. It's called clubhouse. And it's like a, um, imagine like a conference, uh, of like a bunch of different talks or whatever. You can go to different rooms and listen in and sometimes, you know, or you can create your own room and and participate and get invited up to speak and things like that. It's kind of like one of those, but it's kind of like a live podcast, I guess, if you will, with a bunch of different people. Yeah. But you hear a a lot of like, yeah, it's kind of like parlor actually. I think about it. Except I've never been on parlor. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> yeah. I've never, I've never checked it out. Have you checked it out? Did you get in or what? Um, I checked it out, you know, just cause I was curious. I also have a friend who's like dedicated like on there and stuff like that. So he's pretty pissed about all the shit happening okay. right now, but I'm like, okay, sure. sure. I think that might be a good thing for you. So sure. <laughs> we'll let the record show that Vu did not create an account on parlor. So don't make any assumptions about his political uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> leanings. <laughs> um, no. Okay. I cannot well, say yes or no. I also, if yeah, I did or I not, but it's for research. Yeah, it's for, for research. research. Yeah, no, he's in the tech. Uh, but no, <laughs> man, like, here's the thing. I, I also blocked the ability to download apps, too. Like, I've, I do, I, I'm super blocked. I, my phone better, is pretty much a flip phone at this point, which I've been thinking of getting. I've been thinking of getting the flip phone for sure. But um, I don't know if I'll do that. Do I it. like my camera. Uh, Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I will eventually do that. In fact, forget about the flip phone. I think I'll do the flip phone for maybe a little bit 
Uh, but really, what I'm really tempted of doing, like the moment I, 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 I finish the withdrawal of the internet and I'm, and I'm able to stand like back to where I was as a young man, I'm, I think I'm just going to tell my friends like, hey, look, if you want to hear from me, like we're going to have to go back to the letter. Like you're going to have to, here's my address. <laughs> if you want to hear from me, like give me the summary of what your last two months have been and I'll get back to you in another three weeks. And we'll just play it like that. Honestly, like I would really love to be that friend who's like, hey, man, well, have you heard from David? It's like, no, nah, man, dude, like I just sent out the letter <laughs> yesterday, so I probably won't hear from him until June. Like, dude, I'm not kidding. And I'm not trying to be eccentric or cool. I'm just saying like I'm tired of the flip phone. I'm tired of having electronics in my pocket. Like what, what's it doing to my testicles? What's the 5G doing to my sperm count? I don't know. The data's not there. I'm not trying to sound conspiratorial. I just don't like the idea of all that energy being next to the most sensitive part of my human anatomy. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, maybe just go back to the pen and the letter. And I think that'd be really cool. You know what I mean? How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's a bit, of, I, I definitely think it's a bit of sensitive. Just don't well, go, maybe you can't. Maybe just, you can't. But, uh, but I definitely don't get can. a cap. Don't get a cabin in the woods and don't go unibomber on me. That's all, that's all I'll say there. No, <laughs> I'll write to you. I mean, don't I, go get a cabin. I would definitely love to do. I would love to go to the cabin in the woods, but as much as I like to think that I hate society, I, I very much need to be a part of society. That's the things that I've yes. come, come to. Like, I'm not like as much as I like the idea of like, oh, you know, I hate society. I hate people. Like, nah, that's not the case. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a social creature, but mm -hmm. um, I am tired of the Internet. I'm tired of having a, a, a electronics in my pocket. I would love to do the, the pen and, and the letter. I think that'd be really cool, you know. Mm, um, for sure because my, yeah, dude, I've lost my cursive I've lost my cursive completely have you lost your oh, cursive yeah. oh yeah I mean yeah, I, I've, I've had hit shitty handwriting all my life dude and um, yeah it hasn't changed and now, now it's even worse yeah, than, than well. it was when I was younger dude I swear to god mm -hmm. like I write notes like mainly nowadays I, I write on my you know laptop on my note app and, and whatever but I have a pen and, and, a, and a notebook you like, have to draw pictures now you just have yeah, to draw dude, what you think dude there's been <laughs> you can't even write like <laughs> oh my god dude there's been multiple times within the last month where i wrote something down like the day before and i'll look at it i'm like what the fuck does that say and like i'll, I'll like freak out and, like I don't, yeah i'm like what the fuck does that say and like i'll get mad at myself like damn it like now i gotta like go back make memory lane to figure out what i wrote down dude it's the worst sure man yeah i've, I've lost all sense of, uh, of of whatever i have to just draw myself going to the grocery store to remind myself that i got to the gro to go to the grocery store <laughs> just draw a little stick figure with a couple of bags so then when i find a little paper in my pocket but oh crap i gotta go to the grocery store yeah man i've lost all sense of of, of uh composition and rhetoric and, and pose and all of it i just have to draw a stick figure of what i need to do next <laughs> um but yeah I love that. well uh where do you want to end it? We're at fifty-seven. I don't know if you want to hit an hour, or if there's something else you want to say. Sure, no, that or yeah, we can to clarify. It. Oh, by the, well, you know, what we can say though, just to clarify it now, just so that we're on record, just in case we ever get like super popular. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, we use that photo not knowing the allegations against FK Twigs. <laughs> now, that's all I just want to say, and we're not either here yes. nor there. We're waiting for it to all roll out. But I'm just saying, we speak, we we chose Shia LaBeouf only because of his and being eccentric and being the character he is but uh, we do not uh promote uh, uh, uh female toward violence towards female that's all i'm gonna say Abs Boom. absolutely on not on, on record that's i'm also a big F i'm also a big fka twigs fan so yeah that's that's yeah. that's not that's not cool with me, but yeah <laughs> we just need to address that because man you don't know you don't know the last thing you know we're like we're you know we're guest starring with joe rogan and they're like hey but man did you hear about the thing this and that and you're like oh crap and now they're like looking through our whole thing and they find this like podcast where we you know what i mean like oh but all your first photos were shia labeouf you know all that kind of crap you know how it goes right uh dude yeah man those tweets absolutely. from like five years later come and like just like put an axe to your career oh absolutely anyways, it happened to kevin now, Hart recently but but yeah that's not us Really? Us guys. With who? With Kevin Hart. What did he do? I don't know. Um, I didn't hear about that. I think what he made some misogynistic. Thing? Yeah, some misogynist like comment or um, was it or it might have been a little bit racist too. I forget what all, what all it was, but yeah, it got brought up and uh, it became a thing for a bit for him, like uh, he was struggling with or whatever. But I'm sure uh, I don't know mm. if people are over it or whatever. He's he's had other troubles in his life, but but I remember that. 
sometimes you know what I think I think it's just a small few of small few people who get triggered and then it echoes throughout Twitter then and then the the news the news media who has nothing else to do picks these up and they make the five people who have a voice make it sound like there's a hundred thousand people who've agreed on this you know what I mean like they echo the mm. small voice because I don't know how many people are out there getting triggered and getting bu- I mean I'm not saying it's right or wrong I'm just saying that sometimes I feel like they make that one controversial voice and, ma- and multiply it and make it sound like, you know, half the universe has agreed this was a misogynist statement when the guy just made a bad joke and that's it and move on, you know? Um, yeah, I, but, I think that might be yeah. how he positioned it. But yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a rough spot to be in, I think, on on all sides. Especially now, man. Cancel culture, man. It's a, a, totally. a medieval mob. It really is. I get, yeah. I understand their intentions, but then at the same time, like, I really just can't. Can we look the other way and just let? I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's not even get into that because we don't have the time. Anyways, that's it. <laughs> yeah. We're done. We're cool. done. It's over. Cool. We're gonna it's over. leave. Thanks for listening, the, guys. Until next time. Controversy. Until next time. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. <laughs>